from the mean streets of South Lyon, Michigan. This is the Off-Center Sports Card Show. We'll talk all cards, modern and vintage, graded and ungraded, and stories of the hobby. Sit back, grab a cold one, and let's join George Jackson and Coach Pat. Welcome to the OC. What's up, George? How you doing, brother? Oh, doing well, my man. Uh, this is episode seven. Lucky number seven Lucky here for seven. us. Lucky seven. Lucky seven, We're baby. getting there. Mickey Mantle, the they Mickey Mantle episode. Them. They haven't canceled us yet. They have not. They have not, and we're, we're still... But I guess we lost um, our producer, Rich Producer Cam. Yep. Well, Rich is still here, but no more Cam. Well, right? uh, you know, he... Uh, he was bringing a knife to a gunfight, and, and he learned quickly who the, the eye candy of the show is, and he said, I can't compete with this. Uh-huh. So I said, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the plug on the camera. You can't blame the guy. Uh, you know, speaking of producers, we got a real, real great guest tonight. Yes, we do. Uh, he's a fellow uh, fellow Spartan, just uh, just like us. So go green, baby. Go Go white. The 12th man is not uh, always, happy back there. Always good to uh, to have a, another Spartan in the room. It is. It outweighs us. We're at 50-50 right now. And yep. getting those Spartans in is the key. Yes, sir. Spartans will. So Evan Jenkins joining us here live. Evan, how you doing, brother? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. You got us. All right. Good. Everything's working there, man. Yes, sir. The only thing that's not working are those Wolverines, so they can be quiet for a little while, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's good. That's, right. That's exactly Harbaugh's it. staff is a scramble. They're, they're dropping like flies, but they, they just lost the defensive uh, one of the defensive coaches to Buffalo, right? Hey, but before you guys get started oh, on geez. all this stuff Here with Evan, I just want to ask you, the only reason why you got your job is because you in Valeni or what? Wait, say that one more time. Is it because Valenny gave you the job and he felt bad for you? No, not at all, actually. But we've been working there almost the same amount of time. You see that? That was that was a joke. Rich tries it. It's like <laughs> tell him we're having a little technical. Difficulty. Oh, we're having technical difficulties here. You golf today, Evan? No. Did I golf? No, unfortunately not. Would have loved to tomorrow. Yeah. New yeah, day. Chilly. That's right. What's going on? Got, we all fixed now. Hold on. <laughs> Jeez, tell you that happens, right? This is not ninety-seven-one quality. It's here. not. It's not. It's terrible. This is a, yeah. This is public access to television. But so, Evan, we got you on here. Uh, appreciate you hopping in with us too this week. Um, Absolutely. Collectibles, sports collectibles, trading cards, everything like that. Um, we kind of got introduced to each other through Facebook. Um through trading groups and you're getting a podcast going, which I heard it and everything like that too. Um, kind of give us a background of yourself collecting. And Jeez, I mean, that starts from when I was a young, young kid and I've loved just sports in general. And then when I could get my hands on cards and I mean, I must've been seven or eight years old when I first remember getting into them, collected all the way till probably, I don't know, 99 or so and then i thought it was too cool and then i really got back into it again about maybe 10 to 12 years and i just love it i mean 
when I first started seeing the autographs were like easy to get, I remember back in the day, I got like a Sean Dunstan autograph card and I was like, so pumped wow. still have it to this day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I've just loved them. I mean, growing up being a Michael Jordan fan, a Bo Jackson fan, the fact that I could own like pieces of these guys, I guess it was awesome to me. Awesome. Now yourself being in sports media market, how, is that something you wanted to get into being like a collector and a big sports fan as you were growing up? Is that something you strive for? Yeah, I wasn't going to be a professional athlete. I figured that one out real early. <laughs> so, I mean, the next best option was, you know, my main goal actually, as weird as this is going to sound, was to be close to Michael Jordan. That was my idol growing up. So, okay. uh, unfortunately, he retired in 98 and I was still in high school. And so in... 2004 i went to Spex howard i got into radio and just right then he decided to come back and i was like this is so hey, cool rtv 94 here buddy oh okay i was 504 but <laughs> it was a great school and i just i wanted to be within professional sports and this was the, the closest way i could get i also loved radio i grew up listening to howard stern and i just thought that was the coolest thing and you know wdfn with stoney and wojo as a kid and I interned at a little station called 1270 that turned into 97.1 now, and, and it's crazy. So I've gotten to be in front of almost all the coolest sport figures from LeBron to Shaq, everybody except Michael Jordan, really. <laughs> now, uh, now, speaking of Michael Jordan, we uh, Evan, we know you're uh, also an avid collector of shoes. So kind of being on both sides of, of you know, you've got the shoe, uh, shoe hobby and you've got the card side of it. What what similarities do you see in the, you know, with the shoe collectors and, and flippers versus, you know, compared to the, the guys that are collecting cards? See, now a couple of years ago, I would have said there was zero correlation, but now there is more than ever because I don't know if, if it's watching things on TV. I don't know if the last dance being on ESPN was the reason for this boom, but it seems like everybody wants a piece of what they couldn't have as a kid. And I'm finding out people my age within the mid thirties are trying to get everything they couldn't have as a kid. And so for me, it was certain air Jordans and it was the basketball cards. And I think they are going to be within one for a long, long time. As long as Nike keeps pumping them out, people are going to keep buying them. And I've always been, you know, just a big fan of trying to get as close to the game as possible. And now with the trading cards that they even have shoes in them, like shoe tongues and, and Jumpman logos and Nike swatches and the bottom of the shoes, it's like, it's the coolest thing in the world. I will never understand, though, why like a Michael Jordan rookie card will sell more than a pair of actual shoes that he wore. That will never make sense to me. But I mean, it's crazy market right now. It really is. Now, have you got into um, with your shoe collecting in a way and you talked about more the relic cards do you is that something you're drawn to more than i relic think it's cards? well see i like them all but i i realize now like you know the base card is not anywhere like it was when we were kids like i mean right. you know i saw the upper deck michael jordan that was number 23 i loved it i wanted to have it but now these relic cards you know, Upper Deck will put game used material. So they say, I hope to believe that's true. But then, you know, Panini, you'll see cards where it's like player worn material, or you'll see this yes. item was not associated with the player at all. And I'm like, well, that's kind of well, we weird, don't but even okay. Know. Maybe it might have been. I don't know, but we can't tell you. 
And and I also don't I collect jerseys and stuff too, so I'm also conflicted to think that like a Mike Trout game worn jersey is being cut up into a thousand little swatches. And so I'm like conflicted there. Now, would I love to have one? Absolutely. I wouldn't turn it down. So I, I just think the card companies are are brilliant with what they're doing. And then you put autographs and then you have on card autographs and the stickers and so on and so forth. I, I just love it and I love that they keep almost reinventing themselves. Yeah. Now, Evan, I guess what, uh, what does your card uh, portfolio look like today? Are you more of a guy that's kind of chasing the rookies and looking to, to, you know, turn those around quickly or do you have, uh, you side more with the, uh, you know, the, the established stars and legends, what, uh, what's maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. So my personal collections are obviously Michael Jordan. Um, this year I'm as a big Spartan fan, like you guys said, so, Xavier Tillman's I, I when that prism collegiate came out I must have 30 of those autograph cards and Cassius Winston I have so many of their rookies this year that are probably worth nothing to the average collector but to me they're everything like for example I got into like a five case break because I, th- I didn't do my research and I thought Cassius Winston had one of those collegiate prism autograph cards he doesn't but anywho they wanted to get that parallel to 10. And the only one in that case just so happened to be Cassius Winston that I bought into. And they were so bummed that it was him. And I was so excited at 11 o'clock at night rooting it on. But they were so bummed. So those guys are big on um, Bo Jackson, Shaquille O'Neal. And then I'm a big fan of the Tigers. And I'll always have a soft spot. So Miggy, for sure, because I'm going to argue till the day I die that he's the greatest baseball player I ever saw play live. And I, I like Casey Mize. I've been trying to get some of his. I don't know where that's going to stand. But a lot of it is my childhood. So, And and I'm real partial to the Detroit team. So if, if I'm a fan, I don't really care for the cards. Like, for instance, I, I had a Patrick Mahomes, Don Ross autograph rookie swatch to 25 that I sold for $80 before he played a game. And I think that card sells for over four grand now. So that's one that uh, I'm kind of kicking myself for. But mostly it, it's the, the dudes that when I was a kid, so the 90s and early 2000s, like LeBron, I mean, I know he's valuable, but I can do without him. So Kobe, I, I love Kobe cards, but it's all within my childhood. Yeah. Now we see a lot of guys in the, not a lot, I should say, but I have seen a few in the Detroit media market that are collectors themselves. Um, how are you seeing that and making connections and maybe not only locally, but nationally too with other media members? Well, it seems like everybody and their brother is collecting now. And it's really cool. Oh, no, did I lose you? No, 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 you're here. Here. Your Jack, no, you're there. Okay, there we go. Hey, just hey, just checking there. the camera. I had to put another camera up, so I'm just <laughs> checking that. You're good. All right, hold on. Refresh my memory. What was the question again? Oh, the media members, right? So right. Brad Galley of Channel 7, uh-huh. he does a great thing and, and always That's is opening these cards. I think Brad's a great guy. I think he does yeah. great. He's big into Star Wars and Marvel. That's not my cup of tea, but I understand yeah. it. Um, his but I mean, still, or... <laughs> Say that again? His, does he live in his parents' basement still or what? I have, I have no idea, but he Star loves those cards. That. I mean, I don't know, all that kind of stuff. I can get into it. WWE cards too, or no? No, that's me. I like WWE cards. Are you WWE guy? Oh man, you could love wrestling. Have you been watching those uh those uh biographies on A and E? Yeah, 
you know, I have to finish Booker T's from last night, but yeah, okay. I enjoy them. But if you're a big wrestling fan, you kind of know a lot of those stories. Now, Roddy Piper was a little bit before my time, but like Roddy Stone Piper, Cold. I really appreciate it. That was really cool. It was good, right? Really well yeah. done. And, really and I didn't know. I guess I forgot him going from WWE to WCW and that big entrance right. that he made and everything. That I mean, that's really exactly. cool to me. <laughs> that's awesome. But, so um, you but see, I, like, besides Galley and stuff like that, I mean, have you learned like there's more guys that are actually or been collecting maybe before, not so much business-wise, like for their own portfolio, but um, really have enjoyed it. Yeah, what I'm starting to see is like people within the media, you know, you're not supposed to have a bias and so on and so forth. I think things are starting to change with the digital age. So I think people are not embarrassed anymore to announce that they collect, like as if a team would look at you differently or a player or whatever it might be. Now, now me, I don't have any shame in my game. It is who I am. So, I mean, I love the collecting. I mean, memorabilia, like you can see behind me, whether it's, I mean, Derek Jeter, I'm a big fan of CC Sabathia, I'm a big fan of the Magic and Michigan State. So I, but I also know I have to be respectful. So it's really hard sometimes for me to see like, you know, these big athletes I'll probably never get close to again right there. Like one time, Josh Hamilton, when he was at his height with the Rangers, Um, it was during the ALCS and we were going to do an interview with him on field. This guy sat there and signed every last autograph before he would come talk to us. It must've been for a good 25 minutes. And you just see that and you, you appreciate it once again, because a lot of players will blow off kids. We all remember going to Tiger stadium as a kid, you know, holding the ball over the rail. Now it's a little bit harder now with that netting, but I mean, that's what makes baseball special to me. Right. Josh Hamilton, there's a great guy there. I mean, there's a great story, too, on I've been in the industry a long time with this, and he was one of those guys, five, $600 for his rookie card back in the day, and then just, oh yeah, I mean, talking like dead drop. Fell off a cliff. Dead yeah. drop, literally. And unfortunately, um, beautiful swing, um, great player. Just He was incredible. He was an MVP, and that's coming from a dude that literally flamed out from baseball. You know what I mean? He was God. That was the number one overall pick, and you're like, okay, never going to hear from him again. And boom, he made that resurgence. Now, unfortunately, he fell back off the wagon, but he was incredible, and he was incredible to the fans and just humble. Truly was. What is your most uh, prized PC piece, would you say? Uh, It is my Michael Jordan rookie card. I mean, I love it. It's only rated a two, but it's special to me. Um, okay. you know, my, uh, my groomsman actually got it for my wedding. And at the time, I think they paid $500 for it and it's gone up, you know, substantially. I mean, two sell for like $5,000, which is absolutely ridiculous to me, but that, that's my, that's my prize. And then, so this is a funny card. So there's a score. Do you remember the hockey player, Alexander Dag? Yeah. yeah. Spelled yeah. like yeah. Daigle. So he had a rookie card when I was a kid and it was like one in every hundred thousand packs and it, you had to send in the redemption. That card right. is so near and dear to my heart. It's probably worth, I don't know, $5 if that, <laughs> but it's I love it like because it was stuff. like, yeah, to me, it was everything, you know, it was kind of like yeah. getting that shack redemption card in 92 from upper deck where you had the card with the, the three poses. I love that card. card yeah. Right. Love That's it. the next. So that's the beauty of the hobby. I mean, it's uh, that card may be only worth two dollars to somebody else, but yeah, but to you, it 
it's you know it's it's priceless and there's yeah i would never get rid of it i proudly display it so i mean there's always a cool story but i mean i've had that card for 20 years now and it's still special to me yeah that's cool and colt brought up a comment there too i don't know if you saw that go across it's just a cool story with your mj rookie and when it comes to our pc the personal collection it's great when you have a story behind it because it just means that so much so much more to you in a way that um you can't explain or you can't even buy or sell at that price because it does have that meaning yeah i think everybody's got one oh yeah absolutely and then like growing up you know i used to buy all the back it's all the tough stuffs and everything and look up the prices of my cards price them all because i thought i was going to be this rich dude when i grew up and my dad would always say they're not worth anything they're only worth what somebody would spend and now it makes sense more than ever to me because that card is you know priceless to me where somebody would only pay four bucks you know what i mean and so right. it, it, it's i think it's awesome i love the fact that it's booming i hate the fact that you can't buy cards i mean that sucks where do you guys get them from i can't find them anywhere i see that there's people waiting at myers for like three hours oh, on friday man, mornings i was i went up north this weekend kind of a story with that I, my parents are just north of gaylord and Got my dad to wake up at 6 a.m. or actually 5 a.m. to go up to Meyer Gaylord with me. He said, let's go wait out. Six, we were 15 and 16 in line at 5.45 in the morning. And I'm like, like this is unbelievable. And wait, what time are they stocking? Uh, six. They open at 6. They okay. bring you in at 6 wow. and you go to customer service desk now. And we fortunately got something, some of the uh, select football, just the hanger boxes, though. Um, but I liked it. I mean, it was a for 15 bucks, if you can get it for that, of course. It's, oh, absolutely. It's, open. it's a great open, and uh, you can't go wrong with it by any means. I've spent many of many of afternoons in line at Meyer myself, waiting for cards, and uh, sometimes hit good, sometimes just yep. hit shitty, and it is what it is. It is a tough so thing. crazy. Like, I'm happy that everybody's embracing it now, but it pisses me off from a selfish <laughs> standpoint that I can't. I mean, I used to go, um, there's a card store that I go to. It's called Grand Slam Sports at 17 Ryan. And I used to go okay. in there. I'd get boxes of hoops or Dunruss. I mean, this is only two or three <laughs> years ago. Like, yep. whenever I wanted for $80. Now you look at these prices. They're like $400 for Hobby Box through it's Panini. Crazy. And I'm like, that's wild to me. It is. That's it's- for, for a guy like you that's been in it for a long time and and we're in it well before, you know, you were pre-pandemic, and now you see all of these new, you know, collectors coming into the space. And yeah, uh, that's a great example. That box that you used to get for eighty bucks is now five hundred. Uh, it's wild. So, so well, I guess where do you kind of see this hobby headed? Um, you know, with all this, this new, you got the digital, you know, NBA Top Shot. You've got all these, you know, high-end Prism, you know, Tops Inception. Where do you kind of see this thing going? So part of me, it feels like it's going to be like the 90s when Dak was producing those Ken Griffey's like no other. And, but I also don't know because if when there's money backing it, it's going to sustain. And I think yeah. that's what's happening right now. There's enough people that have enough money that are backing this whole hobby that I think it's just going to keep going. And for, yeah. you know, what Panini makes how many different cards? So there's what? 12 one of ones of each card every year you know what i mean so i think it's only going to go up and the bubble could burst but i don't think it's going to burst to where it did like i said with those ken griffey cards like i think they're 
always going to maintain value. Now, I don't know if like the Lamelo balls of the world are going to keep selling for three thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like, can't happen every year with the top rookie because those aren't generational players. Like, think about how long it took for a vintage card to actually break a record. To me, those cards should be more valuable than Zion Williamson. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at like a Mickey Mantle and stuff like that. We're looking vintage Mantle, and I'm like, myself, being as long, I'm like, Mantle's the way to go. Why would I buy a Zion 10 rookie if I had like $70,000 to spend? Why wouldn't I put it towards Mickey Mantle? I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy to me. Really is very difficult to understand that. Um, golf's coming back out. I don't know if you saw that with product. Oh yeah, upper decks coming back yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. artifacts, thousand dollars a box. Eleven thousand, eleven hundred. You're getting ten cards. And is that how much? I I hadn't seen I that. What, oh golf, my goodness. I mean, the thing is, it's crazy about it. The sand, sand uh, you get. Oh, there are some sick stuff. That's going to be coming out of this. I'm excited to see it open because I'm not going to go out there and drop a C note on this right off the bat. There's no way. Um, but I'm excited to watch. I think that's a great thing, too, that we get to watch all these products open through different break rooms and YouTube videos and things like that. And I'm excited to see it because we, the golf fans have been waiting for the cards to come back out on the market. And uh, right now is the time with all the young studs out there. On, on the tour for sure well and we all kind of saw that run uh on the tiger woods rookie um you know i think it was right around when that documentary came on Any, anytime a documentary comes out these cards you know the card right. of whoever it is starts going to, and that tiger woods upper deck rookie went crazy for a period of like you know a week or so the tiger yeah. actually kind of went down a little bit yeah. and i think we're going to see it come back up once he starts making him once he starts, he's out there in public. We, right. Once people can see him again, I think you're going to see a uptick in that again with Tiger. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I mean, have you guys seen the ones that have his cleats in them? Those are so amazing. No. They're autoed and they have cleats. They might have been in that uh, that good one series that uh, Upper okay. Deck does. That has yes. all those funky cards. Yeah, those are those are really cool. And that's another one of the guys that like I have been glued to since I was. What was that? Yeah. Ninety seven. So I was fourteen years old, and I mean, I've been glued to that guy ever since. And have you, you know, have I you, following him through his up and downs. Though, have you always been one that stuck with him and believed in him? And yeah, because well, see, I also I'm have talking a, personally think, not so much cards in a way, but personally in a way. Well, that's what I was about to say is that okay. you have to separate an athlete from their personal life. If you're going to get caught in that, then you're going to go down a slippery slope because I hate to say it, a lot of athletes do a lot of stuff that, you know, isn't PC, so on and so forth. It is what it is. I mean, guess what? Some some cheat on their wives. It's not my business, nor do I care. I care about what he does on that green grass on a Sunday. That's what I care about. But, I mean, if you want to nitpick on people's lives, I mean, that's not for me. I understand that some people, it rubs them the wrong way. I'm not perfect. I'm sure if people follow me around, they're going to find some stuff that people don't like too. So, I mean, I've always been enamored by like super talent. And he's one of those guys where you see and you're like, oh my goodness. I remember I interned at the Buick Open and it was one of the coolest experiences I ever had because the guy, his name is Al Abrams. He used to run all of Buick. He would let me go out on the tee and watch Tiger tee off. And I've never heard a golf ball sound like that since. Just this. <laughs> in the, yeah, you unbelievable. Had to call with Pat Noonan. That's yeah. that's right. 
they just don't know where the ball's going. Pet, pet sounds like a, you're hitting it with a hubcap. <laughs> Could be the club, too. That's right. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's, it's operator error. It's never the club. What What are your guys' favorite cards in your collection? Uh, I saw the the '86 Fleer Jordan is at is number one on my list to to get. Once I have that card, I I will feel like I have uh, uh, I am holding the holy grail of of sports cards. But uh, I I have a uh, 2011 Topps Update Trout rookie of PSA 10. That is that is a uh, personal favorite of mine. But uh, funny you you know you talked about your PC with uh, Winston and Tillman. I did the exact same thing. Uh, especially when, you know, you had the prism set come out, but then you started to see national treasures and, and flawless come out. So I started buying up anything Cassius Winston RPA with, you know, piece of the Spartan Jersey on there signed. It's just, it's give me a moment. I'll be right back. I'm going to show you a couple of things. Then. One second. All right. All right. Great. <laughs> and I, I've got, yeah, I bought some cool the, dude, man. Cool dude. Yes. Happy bought to have some him. of the Tillman's too. So it's funny. I did the, the only problem is that he's, he's, He's buying up all the Cassius Winston. Right. We're balling. We're balling. We right. gotta, yeah, we gotta if we work together as Spartans, Mike. All you homers need to like hang Spartans, out together. Spartans. All right. So this one. Bring the box out, baby. Stack. Yes. Oh, there yes. you go. Nice RPA. So that was yes. the five. I got on eBay for 28 bucks, I think. Really? Oh, Over, overpaid for it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, we got this one. Immaculate. Nice. I like that one. Um, that I think this one's to ten. Oh, this is to twenty. One of his tickets. Yep, yep. I've got got I've got all those. And then I mean, what are what are these? This is to ten. I mean, okay. He's he got lazy on his autographs. I've noticed on certain cards. Tillman's isn't bad. Tillman's is decent. See, like this is what I'm talking about with Tillman, right? So I have three or four of these to ten. But he didn't wear this. No. It's not associated with any specific player. Well, you're, right. you're kind right. of making it. They came off the usher for them, you know I mean? Yeah, the dancing the, usher? Pull it off the jersey. Yeah, that, in the, yeah. See, I like the Michigan State ones. I, that's why I, I like the collegiate so much. Yeah. Yes. Because I, uh, I mean, the, the only one I don't have is the 2 to 10 and the uh, one on one, but they're that guy's asking like $4,800. There ain't no way I'm paying $4,800 on cash or on Tillman. I guess funny. Oh, nice. and then but there's my Jordan. There it is. Oh, beautiful. But notice the uh, the centering is a nine and a half. Jenkins, wow. what the, did you do to your finger there, man? What's going on there? Talk about the finger. tell you. So I have very um, petite hands, right? Fell off the Peloton treadmill. Those things, those things are killing people. It, it could have been, but I I, it, I snapped a tendon pulling down my uh, sweatpants. So it's kind of embarrassing, but it is what it is, right? Oh, Man, my, here's that Alexander Daigle card I was talking about. Oh, yeah, nice. There you go. Nice. Super that's short. One. That's not there anymore. Alexander yeah, Daigle. Nice. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, here's a Tillman. This one's not even in the case. Yeah, we got a bunch. We should compare one day. You I really must have I, I 40 of these silly cards. I had a huge Denzel Valentine collection that I was going for for a while ago. Denzel, and got some real nice, like, especially the Michigan State patch autos and stuff like that. That's the ones I really liked. But 
There's some real cool ones, I mean, out there. I mean, Denzel's turned into a pretty nice player if it's not for the injuries, you know what I mean? Now, here's the one I'm working on. Uh, two years ago, for Prism Draft for football, the mascots. So I got all the Sparties except two. The one number to five and the one on one I need. Well, who the hell has that? Let's get it. I'm working. Just you find it, man. I bet Johnny Spirit has it. No, it's, no that guy doesn't have no Johnny Spirit. I can't see it. That guy needs to take a shower so bad. He's terrible. He rubs man. me the wrong way, too. Oh, well, I'm sorry he rubbed you. He should not be doing that. That's wrong. <laughs> That's probably yeah. I don't like him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah not, not, we just opened ourselves up to more Michigan State jokes yeah, there. Yeah, wipe people, the yeah. paint off yourself. Yeah, exactly. Rubbing up against you. you can't, I don't think. Whew. See him at every event. I've been to Super Bowls, and this guy's riding around on a bike. Why? Why are you here? You start thinking it's you then. You're like, is it me that he's following? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's just it's he's kind of like the equivalent of like Harbaugh of Michigan. You know, he's like part of it. You're like looking but, at him, like, but he doesn't oh, take man. his shirt off completely. Harbaugh has. You don't remember that Why, photo? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least uh, we see Johnny Spirit. <laughs> he's got to paint it over. You, you know? guys love that Adonis figure that he's got. Hey, don't be ripping on my man Johnny Harbaugh. He uh, or uh, hey. Jim. Evan, Jim Harbaugh. Evan, we like Jim Harbaugh. He's doing a great job He's there, right? He's doing a phenomenal job. Just keep he, he telling him. He's doing a fine job. Another extension. More, more Big money. Big fan of his. Yes. yes. They need the Bill Self's <laughs> lifetime contract. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad That's you guys asked what my prize possession was in my collection. What What's is that? it? 54 Ted Williams. Is it? That's a beautiful my old man nice gave card. Me. You want to hear, here's like an interesting one. So I collect some oddball stuff here and there. I have a gorgeous George garbage pail kid, PSA 10. Really? I've had this thing for seven years. You want to talk about something that's gone way, way up in value now? Like those that wrestling cards pulse. have gone insane. Oh, those 85 wrestling, like the older ones with uh, Superfly and you got the Hulk Hogan, which is the rookie mm -hmm. uh, for top. It's unbelievable what these things have gone to. to. Pop culture cards are just like, it's yeah. crazy. Absolutely crazy. There's a Bitcoin card. Did you see that one from Alan and Ginter? Oh, yeah. It's like, so it's I, like, okay. Bitcoin on it. I kept like everything from when I was a kid. So I kept all these Sports Illustrated for kids. And I had that one that had Tiger Woods in it. And I sold that for like $900. And I couldn't believe it. It was just the magazine from when I was a yeah. kid. And I was sitting there and I was like, I bet those are still at my folks. And I went to my parents' house, found it like that. And it, it's crazy that somebody spent that much money for a sports illustrated for kids card that has like perforated edges. I mean, it's the sheet, sure, but I would never pay that for that. Like the upper card is as rookie to me. So let's ask a question here. Have you gone to the national ever? No, I wish. Yeah, Chicago this year, you gotta go. I it's thought I saw it was canceled. Is it not? Nope. Oh, it's on. It's on. I think they're going to make it's in July, right? They're going to make the. Did they revamp on something? Oh, they're going to talk yeah, about more this week. Make the call this week. Okay, we'll stand by on that one. So okay, yeah, I thought I looked at it and I thought it was. What about the one in Houston? Does Houston have a big one? Houston has their. Uh, I think it's the uh, TriStar show. That's there it. Okay. Call. Yeah, that's that's a big one too. I don't think we'll have any big shows in Michigan. I don't think we're allowed to do that, but. Can't do anything. <laughs> that was like a pouty kid there. Can't do anything. Are you, are well, I mean, right I want to know. No, they're up. 
but, okay. I mean, it's just crazy to me because that's what I miss. I mean, I, I want to go to a card show. I want to go to an they, autograph signing. I want well, to do to that stuff. Here that they've been off the hook, actually. The shows I've there. been to the one that's yeah. in Royal Oak. It's right around the corner from yeah. my house. But I see Troy has a big one going on. Troy's a good show. The Balkan Center. And then there's what? Is it New Baltimore is the other one? Yep, there's one out there, and then there's the Redford one. That's a big show. I mean, it's not big, but it's these things are selling out now. So these promoters are selling out tables where they were begging people to get set up in there. You could shoot a cannon through them a year and a half ago. And now it's just wall-to-wall people throughout it. It's it's amazing. What do you think about it as a big collector? Do you like it? What's that? The way it's going to market? Yeah. I like it. Um, it was kind of interesting when we were talking about where cards were going to go a little while ago, and we are talking about products, how you mentioned all the panini and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, dude, do we got to let you go? I'm sorry. I got I, I got a few more. I'm good. A few okay, more. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested in what you're saying. Right. All right. All right. Hold the jet over there. All right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Get you all set up. More shrimp cocktail yes. in the green room, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I see basketball, for instance, right now, and I'm seeing 20, 20, 21 products coming out still. It's like hitting a wall. And I think basketball has kind of hit that. They hit that wall for a little bit, like the Zion. And the, how many different Zion and John oh, Morant crazy. rookies can we have? Well, that, like exactly these, what you're saying. They were still coming out this year. And I'm like, you yeah. got to stop. What What was that one box stop. they released that was like $50,000? I'm like, get out of here. What was that? It had been... It was a basketball product. It was a few months ago. I mean, you, you spend a lot more money than we do, obviously. So, I mean, yeah, you have a lot of money, it sounds like. I can't afford that. There's no <laughs> way. I won't even, like, even, like, I can't even imagine spending, like, 200 bucks is a lot. Like, at least upper deck hockey. I don't even really like hockey, but I like opening cards. Like, that was still $90, I think, I paid this year. Yes. Right? Yep. But people were going crazy for that Lafreniere. So, I was like, you know what? I'll open them, whatever. So they, I was able to get those, but I couldn't spend four hundred bucks on paper cards. I just can't. There's no way. Like the it's, the the collegiate prism, I think one fifty, and that's probably the most I'd ever spend on a box. Where I, I figure now it's better for me to just go on eBay and cherry pick what I want. Yeah, and I'm seeing that too. Like I'm seeing like a lot of stuff like the select, like prism football, for instance, for draft. I like that variety of stuff you get. You get some sexy cards in there, so to say. You know, you're always getting mm -hmm. colored refractors. Some of them might not be numbered, but you're getting a good selection of stuff. Like select, I love. I, I mean, love select. Like I said, I got those four hanger boxes. I got two. My dad got two this weekend, and I ripped them. And good value for fifteen dollars. I mean, it's hell of a value. Well, yeah, I mean, nowadays it's, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, you and just I get think one people card. are just. It's an easy buck if you can get it right for some people, and that's why they're doing it. You can and tell I the think, one an easy buck out there flipping. You can tell yeah. who those people are. <laughs> oh, absolutely! But it, it's kind of like what you were saying with the shoes earlier, and like the correlation. These you have a chance of getting. Hard to get sneakers are so hard nowadays, and I I actually want to wear them and so on and so forth. Yeah, there's a few that I would try to get and make money on. Of course, I wouldn't wear a thousand dollar pair of shoes. That's just ridiculous to me. But they're so hard to get. Baseball cards, at least, if, if you got the time, you can go to Meyer and wait for a few hours. You know what I mean? Where you can go to a store. You can go to a store and get these hard-to-get sneakers. It's not possible anymore. So how, so how does that process work with the shoes? So in a new Jordan drops. So what <laughs> is there a 
go to the Nike online store? How does it how does it work? Versus so certain Nike. ones are really hard to get. They have an app called Sneakers, S-N-K-R-S, and they have now drawings. But as you guys know, the bot world, people get them like that when they yeah, don't right. have the drawing. But like super big releases for an Air Jordan will be still on your Foot Locker's finish lines, um, JD Sports, Dick Sport and Goods, stuff like that will still have them. But those hard to get ones, you can only get through the sneakers app or, you know, like Travis Scott, he releases a Jordan. You can get them in a raffle at his site or a raffle through here or there. Or like Michael Jordan's kid has a has a store in Florida where he sells hard to get wow. Jordans, believe it or not. And, <laughs> and you can try to get a, a, a raffle through him. So it, it, it's a crazy world with what everybody's trying to do and i'm wondering what's going to be the next big thing to take off you know what I, i'm hoping right, it's right, it's right, memorabilia right, like bases and stuff but who knows right my grant hill feelers are those guys in chance of shooting up you think like the original ones yeah i had those as a kid man those things were awesome oh they were the best they actually sell them now feel on their website they came back do out. really yeah oh shit i gotta go check that out then <laughs> you have to if you're a grant hill fan like i was i have um his I shooting coat it, from the teal days, and I just okay, loved nice. that jersey as a kid. Like, I loved it. Play that thing or something? I mean, what do you do? Throw no, that see, that's that's the thing is I have these jerseys, and I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Well, I was going to frame them, but it's like $300 to frame these jerseys, so I'm not doing that anymore. It is. It's uh, The jersey thing's interesting. Sometimes getting them framed is a good thing, but I'll tell you what, they are bulky. And when you move, you ever move house to house and – or you got to sell some of it. It's it's a tough sell. It really is. That's why I've only framed. I have a Max Scherzer that was his game used that I framed that I really liked. And then, um, like I said, I'm not a big hockey guy, but Nick Lidstrom back in the day with these things yeah. called Sports Fest, and he came to one of them, and I had him sign a jersey, and that was I thought was really cool. Those were the awesome. good old days when autograph signings were like anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. Evan, like Gibraltar. Can we get Gibraltar back? Oh, yes. Gibraltar back, man. Taylor and Mount Clemens. I'd do both. Mount, and then I'd Mount do Clemens that. is the one I would go to as a kid. Yep. You could go buy a dragon or something in an exile over and <laughs> get your speakers done and everything else. Get a man. tattoo. Oh, get a tattoo. tattoo get your yeah. belly That's button. what I was going to say. Then you go can get, get an autograph from Darren McCarty. You can get a tattoo. You can get speakers. You can get a piercing and you can pick up a puppy on your way out. <laughs> and don't forget the oriental rugs yes absolutely or maybe there's a gun show going on at the same time you oh, walk out with an 1800 rifle Thanks for yeah, it was the it. best place it was awesome and an std on your way out and you didn't even do anything you have no idea how <laughs> well or a tetanus shot they, they probably right, exactly. those when you're leaving if you survive no, that was, you survive it's like going back to northfield downs in the day for me you get home and just shower i mean <laughs> oh, i don't man. know why you just just i mean <laughs> yeah just, oh. Yeah, brutal. People in their oxygen oh, tanks is gambling. Oh, gambling other. Money. I mean, I'm not trying to give people an image of me showering, but I mean, it's just like <laughs> I just want to get that shit off of me, man. It is nasty. As well, Evan, appreciate you joining us, brother. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, I just you can do you anything. Know, for I, you, let us know. Yeah, so actually, I'll I'll pump my podcast real quick. It's called What Do You Collect? It's uh, I started it because uh, my wife was probably rolling her eyes right now. Don't want to hear me talk about it anymore. So I talked to myself about it, and it's more than just my collection of memorabilia, shoes, and cards. I want to know like what people like to collect. I had a guy that collects some um, coin-based machines, which is like wild to think about because those don't really exist anymore. But from slot machines to 
little penny basketball games and you know, people's love for records and, and stuff like that. So if you got a collection, contact me. I don't care if it's buttons or toenails. I want to talk to you. <laughs> and where can they uh, listen to your podcast at? Where can they it's find on um, our website, 971theticket.com or our Odyssey app, or you can just go to iTunes and type in what do you collect. Awesome. All right, brother. Appreciate it, guys. You guys, you guys oh, are fun. You, so man. thank you for giving me the opportunity. I put the F you in the fun. So, you know, I try my best. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll keep in touch and let us know if you need anything. And uh, maybe we'll come on your show and help you out there too. Would love it, man. Would love it. This was a great time. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Evan. Thanks, you got it, Evan. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Yep. See ya. Well, that was good. That was. Uh, Man, we outkicked our coverage there. I think we, we just go home now. I don't yeah, even know there's That's, anything uh, left. The bar has been set uh, set too high. And now when it's just me and you talking, that, uh, it that, really brings, is. that brings everything down. So Look, uh, look at the drop in the, yeah, the, the viewers, ratings. viewers the ratings have, yeah, down. the viewers, just, it's like, yeah. They're, they're heading for the exits. They're heading We're for out. the exits. It's, it's like my Bitcoin portfolio right now, just like flying down. It yeah. started up and then boom, falling right back down the, again. Falling off a cliff. What do we got there? You got it? You got something, Jasper? Are yeah, you farting? What are you doing? Up at the screen up there, you got uh, oh, you got Jason yeah, Bland. Big, hey, I tell you what, Bland has a great Wall Lake show coming on May twenty second. Um, sold out, sold out quick. Dealers there, and I'll tell you what, it is going to be a good show. Jason's a great promoter, um, very good man, great family too. His boys and his wife, and uh, I can see that being a great show. Unfortunately, I won't be there. Uh, Tyler's got a bowl in a tournament. But um, okay, I need to, I need to get it's a good show, show, good show to go I, to for sure. We don't, like I said, I think I was talking about this last week. We don't see a lot in our part of Metro Detroit. We don't, we unfortunately. Don't. I mean, true. I've been begging for big stuff to come to Nova. I think the last time that happened was at 97 to one the ticket. Um, they had like a card show and like a whole thing going on like several years ago, but we just haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. Well, you might have been at the no, my man card was not in my He turned wallet. his in. Oh, okay. <laughs> his, I'm like, what man show are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. My man card was... Uh, the, the men review or something going on? It, it was uh, cut in half. Yeah. Then, yeah. That was, in the, that was in the crystal room, two doors down. Yeah, he, was at, he was at the manhole in uh, Windsor. All right. Blue Oyster. Place. Remember the Blue Oyster on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the, the Blue Oyster bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Police Academy. That, that is false. Just so you know. That is, that is, uh-huh. that is, that is not true. Oh, shit. Well, was... <laughs> Just make that a drop right there. I'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, record that one. <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little, uh, get back to grading. Man, we're just blowing up about PSA, PSA, PSA over the past two months. And um, SGC has made their news, yeah. along with the other grading companies, of course. Having to raise prices and go up, and wow, I have a lot of questions on this. I want to hear uh, Coach Pat's opinion on this first, though. Yeah. Um, kind of explain what's going on with SGC. <laughs> yeah, so SGC uh, just announced a price decrease, uh, which we hardly ever <laughs> see, uh, especially with a market this hot. Uh, but back on April 1, you know, when PSA had kind of hit the pause button on everything, uh, you know, we certainly knew that all the other companies were going to see a huge influx of, of submissions. Uh, SGC certainly did. Um, so they raised their prices on April 1 uh, from $25 to $75 per card. 
right um on on bulk submissions um you know so what that allowed and, and by in doing so um you know the, the inflow of cards decreased uh, so that gave sgc some time to to kind of scale up their business and then, you know they formed partnerships with key influencers in the industry uh they hired uh, a bunch of new people yep. uh, they, they added capacity at their corporate office um but now, I mean, in doing so, now they're able to turn out over 4,000 cards a day, uh, whereas prior to this, they were doing about 250 per day. Um, so their capacity is, um, you know, is, is through the roof right now. Right. And, 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 and so uh, earlier uh, this week, they just announced a, a price decrease. Uh, so that $75 price is now down to $30. Um, you know, so I, I think a good uh, a good move by SGC. They they always leave the door open to raise prices back up in the event anything changes. But um, I think it's a I think it's a smart move, and um, you know, good for their customer base. I think somebody's trying to establish themselves as kind of the clear number two uh, to PSA. But to me, I know you brought a couple of these tonight. Yeah, I just want to show S what SGC. SGC goes, but... always talks about uh, our twelfth man might be able to get a good angle on the they camera call there it, too. So they call it their tuxedo, and I've just never been a fan of the of the SGC. I'm not slab. a fan of tuxedos either myself. <laughs> yeah, I tell no, you that much. No, no. Hey, don't do me well. The hell's going on over here? I just think it's. Oh, he a... got the. Oh, he's getting professional. You the glare was bad. Just not a fan of of the SGC slab. I just. It's kind of a plain, bland look. I I don't know. Now, we do hear a lot, though. People do love the SGC. I mean, the lovers are out there Yo, for it. Yeah, for sure. And, and the argument, the one argument I like to make for them and in their defense is I I do like the black. It does pop on certain cards. Now, on this one, I don't see it as much. But then when we get to more of a vintage card like this, is a 1964 Philadelphia football you start talking to white borders, beautiful center card. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, uh, this I like. This I will approve. Right. Well, I'm glad you're approval yeah. there. I mean, I didn't know. Gavel of justice. I wasn't Spoken. looking stamp, for it. Stamp of approval. Now that so, now that, that, now yeah, that pops. I, I think that does do, pop a lot more. I think they do a nice job on the with the vintage stuff. Right. I, I do. Um. But you know, it's. I'm still gonna hold out. Uh, for PSA and, and hopefully they're back by July one, like they say. I've, I've well, I mean they're back. We're just not at full capacity. Right. Uh, and I've certainly seen. I, I still have three submissions outstanding um, at PSA. One that I sent direct, and uh, yeah. two others that I sent through two separate uh, submission services, and all of them have advanced. Um, you know, a, a couple step. of steps. Yeah. Uh, just this week so you can see them right i think their goal is to you know kind of be out of the backlog by the end of may right and um you know so it sounds like they're on pace to to be caught up and i hope so because every time i see one of those steps it's like this like just coming up to you <laughs> yeah. it's just there's just nothing else it's yeah. just like where are we going from there i mean yeah i mean viewers are kind of uncomfortable they're watching they that are. but hey yeah we've known each other a while i do it's okay. right all right, right. <laughs> but, yeah we needed socially social distancing here wow it's got serious all of a sudden but you know it's uh nonetheless i think it's a it's a great uh great move by sgc and uh it's good for the hobby yep uh, to, to not see uh, a lot of these companies gouging and, and taking advantage of of a situation where um you know psa being shut down so uh, good for them
Okay, now here's my. It's almost kind of like a what up with that on it. A little early with that. Yeah. But it's interesting. So you go from 25 to 75, back down to 30. And did you watch the video on the interview with him? The yeah, owner, when they, the president, yeah, when they showed. Yeah, he's waffling all over the place. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I can. I mean, sometimes I lose sleep. Could it be 35? Could it be 40? Could it be 50? Like, dude, like. It's, a, it's like a George Jackson quick sale. You just, you don't know where the price is going to go. That's true sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. It's nothing. I, I like them lowering the prices to set that standard, to put their foot down. Right. Like what I think they did. They didn't did a good job when they put their foot down and said 75, because I think their business increased that. I believe because they showed we're open. Well, we're open for business. It's going to be $75 a card, but we're open. Uh, business absolutely increased, but I think the units are uh, cards. Submitted <laughs> you said decreased. units. Yeah, I did say units. Okay. Um, but you know, yeah, 75 bucks a card. They're, uh, they're doing well there, but they were. And, uh, from what I heard too, it's a instant change. So if you sent cards in last week at $75, they're going to lower it to the 30, which is a good business yeah, move, of course. I absolutely. Mean, so, um, it's interesting. I think it's just the unknown right now where we're at in the grading industry. Where are they going to be though? How are they going to be players when PSA comes back? Yep. With well, their more employ more employees and their AI, yeah, and then the the investment group that they have backing them, yeah. um, there's going to be a lot of money flowing towards PSA. But you know, with PSA being shut down, it's giving people the opportunity to to test the waters with some of these other grading companies, and I'm sure it's going to turn people into SGC loyalists, uh, BGS. Mm. You know, so um, it's it's an interesting time in the hobby, but. I'm still, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to wait. I've already built. Uh, yeah, we're going to say with that. We I've, know that. Yeah. I mean, I've both prepped, uh, prepped a submission. It's so ready. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> Just as uh, hundreds of thousands of others are doing the same thing. And and when the, uh, when the door opens on July one, there's be boxes uh, stacked, <laughs> stacked up to, uh, you know, to the, to the rafters. And you're going to cause the backlog and Noonan's going to yep. cause it himself. Coach Pat's going to put him right back in a halt yep. again, probably hit the pause button again. So he's sending in all of his Cassius and Xavier's yeah. and got it. Got you it. probably got Evan I'm now. You know, you, yeah. You and Evan are going to hook up on all your Xavier's. You're going to make like a master set right there on your first what? submission. Wait till he, uh, he's, he's got, uh, no, I love Xavier. You know potential. that. You know that. I, 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 I like his chances to be a, uh, uh, have a longer successful career than uh, Cassius. Well, career? Yes. Big, Big man, man going to last longer board. than a point guard. Yep. Okay. Big man, grab boards, knows his role. Um, I think he'll he'll be a longtime NBA player. Can yeah, pass, I, good free throw shooter. I think so, too. I mean, like There's I've a, always said for always you. Always a place on a team for a The past like five years, and you youngsters will laugh at this boomer, but uh, I've always said I'm gonna if I were to have one player to build my team around, it would be Draymond. Yep. Back in the day. I mean, yep. day day, you put day day out there and I'm talking team basketball. Something's going to have you win. Yeah. You can take all the superstars you want the LeBron's and Lucas, but I mean, back before Luca, even day day, he was actually that all around triple double type guy. That was just in heart too. Yep. And heart. Yep. <laughs> Love day day. We got a question for you, George. Uh, yep. Jerry want to know if you got your Bernie Sanders card ready for submission <laughs> yeah george so, george 
George, you made us agree with me, George. Are we going to get this George. graded or not, George? George, George, I, I, I playfully disagree with you, George. George. Uh, I'm waiting for like a kickback when I send it in for grading. So that's what I'm waiting for there for my Bernie <laughs> one. I, I, there should be a Bernie special. Yeah. The fill the burn special submission. Fill the burn. <laughs> so uh, next up, we got very interesting topic here. Yeah. How about golden auctions? Yeah. Uh, it's going to have a reality show. This is great. What about Dre? You forgot <laughs> about Dre right here. You forgot about me. I mean, here's these guys finding a reality show on cards. And producer Rich, 12th man, we had it. Yep. Exactly. We have it here. I We're know. sitting here. Look, at this. look no further. Look no further. Right here in the easy speak, speak easy. 3.30, baby. Yeah. I tell you. The reality Absolute shows their ratings are going to suck. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone's going to be watching this show. I don't even know why this is a topic. This should be a topic on the... Uh, I mean, really, we're, uh, we're endorsing I mean, we could have spinoff shows of each other. Yeah. It'd be just great, man. Yeah. I know. They follow you to the South Lion Hotel and, uh, you know... Right. Watch Noonan can go on a solo career or something and then come back to uh, us, Justin you know? Timberlake. Right, would know. accept you back, though, with open arms. Yep. And, I mean, it'd just be... Come back for, like, a reunion. The shows. A I mean, charity show. Where, where do you think producer Rich, how far would he go on his own show? With I'd that? be in Miami, like uh, Jersey Shore. Yeah. Would you be on the beach, though? I'd be like Rich the Situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like yeah. that. I like that. Rich the Situation. The Rituation. The Rituation. Wow. Yep. 12th Man. Yeah. What, what do you see 12th Man? Where would he play a role in this? The, that's the beauty of the 12th Man. The 12th would man he be like the college dude that's always on your couch? Like he just never leaves He's type the, thing? He's a utility yeah. guy. You can put him anywhere. He'd be like Frank the Tank from old school. You can put, you can put nice. Him or blue. Guy. Yeah, blue. Yeah, probably. blue. Yeah, he could probably do blue. Oh, you blue. Hey, <laughs> guy. <laughs> well, so let's get to going at auctions. So let's kind of talk about that. Pat, what do you got on them? Yeah, so uh, I think most people are familiar with golden auctions. I mean, this is the auction house, the, the premier auction house. Um, you know, really in the hobby, and and this is where a lot of high end, very high end cards are are transacted. So you're talking cards north of a million dollars. So anytime you have a high value card like that, um, you know the seller will typically take it to golden auctions uh, to to sell that card for them, and, and certainly golden will take their cut. So um, the producers of Pawn Stars. Uh, yep. And uh, ESPN 30 for 30 yep. are collaborating uh, on this project, which and, they'll fail. <laughs> and they're going to the wrong guys. They're going to show the uh, you know coming from two shows that absolutely flopped. Yeah, um, well, they you know. know. So I, we're it's off to a bad start already. We've got producer Rich and the 12th man. They they tapped the wrong guys on man, the I'd shoulder. Be, I'd be signing fireballs for yeah. them. I mean, it'd be total reality. Finding me on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Or swingle maybe drink 15 of those things, man. Cards everywhere. You have no idea who bought what. And, uh, but no, I do think this is going to be an interesting show. So it's going to kind of it's going to highlight the inner workings of golden auctions and really show um, you know kind of the what goes into uh, the, the whole process of a golden right. auction from the time that somebody submits a card to golden analyzing it and saying, ah, yeah, this you know this one will fit. Uh, you know, fit our model. We'll we'll auction this off for you. It'll it'll show them turned down cards, 
uh, and say, no, nope, you know what, this, this, this one isn't going to work for us. But, um, you know, it's going to show the entire auction process, which I think is going to be pretty intriguing. This is like house hunters for dudes. <laughs> Yeah. This is what's going to be like, you know. And I think part of it too is also going to be they deal with some very uh, high-end buyers, you know, uh, yes. rich guys like you, oh. and uh, you know, guys trying to find rare cards or complete a collection. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of that. So I, anything that is relevant to the hobby, I think is it's going to help to grow the hobby even more. Yep. And I think it's a. So I think there's it's still up in the air as to what. You know, it's going to be on a streaming service or a, one of the networks going to pick it up. So I think that that uh, remains to be seen. But um, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great for the hobby. And, and I, I'll be watching it. It's it is. I mean, as much as I joke about it, it's one of those things. It will. I mean, like I said, we started this podcast. Um, Evan was talking about his podcast and just collectors. What do you collect? You know, there is so many things out there on this and it's just topics are endless. Yep. And um I see good things with it and it it will take off. And like I said, it's gonna help, like you said too, it's gonna help out this industry more and more. It's just another boost for it. Yep. And um it's hard to keep up on now, but we it's you can't get enough of them right now. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought a year from now or a year ago that um we'd be so interested and intrigued in a reality show about golden auctions. Exactly. Sports cards, but here we are. That's it. We are there. And I'll be watching. All right. Should be a good one. Yep. Is it oh. time? What is that I hear? Oh, hey. All right. What's going on? So top five this week. I know you all been waiting for this. This is where the viewership goes back up again. <laughs> this is, yep. All right. Top five pro mascot slash celebrities. Top okay. five, okay. Like you don't know all these. I mean, you know, Top once again, Nuna doesn't know these. These are good. I always, I always like this. Now I had a good one last week. Allegedly, you really liked the uh, top five coach speak. I did we, enjoy that, especially with we the, had to replace the garage door because we all ran. We did. Tell you, I get was, an invoice for that. Okay, that's going to build to the show. So I'm like, uh, uh, credit me on your own. We have yet to turn. Yeah, it's uh, we're already operating in deep in the red here. Uh, you've just made it worse. So I'm like the gangster rap where somebody does a drive-by shooting and then the record label gets sued because their kids was listening to that. Yep. I'm like Marilyn Manson. Yep. Kid hung himself. I'm like, geez, I don't know why I'm saying this so, stuff. That's so wrong, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's wrong. I'm talking about like drive-bys and suicides and last week you were, curb stops. Yeah, the diabetic man, kids I was ripping on last guy. week. No heart. No heart whatsoever. I'm never going to get out of this 3.30. grumpy old man. Get yeah. off my lawn, you diabetic kid. But you know what? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just love who just I am. George Jack's just a salt, salt of the Jack. earth. Human I wake being. up and it's hip, hip. Oh, hey. hey, all right. Number five. Check out this clip here. We'll talk about it right after. Great mascot work. Get out of there. Special occasion. Congratulations and happy birthday from all of us here at Everbank Field. I love it. Jackson Deville. Jackson Deville. Yeah. Jackson Deville. I got it. Yes. 
And I'll tell you what, he's got that a, was like a huge smash in oh, her face. Was. That, that may was. have been a bloody oh my oh, god. Man. Jeez. She took one right to the well, she's yeah. probably got training oh, that's in that. Sound drop too. Yeah, that yeah, yeah definitely. One. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, we got slow mo. Oh, oh man. man, took that like a professional. Wow. <laughs> drop it low. That's going again. That that's definitely going to be uh, some drops. That's for sure. I support. I, I support that. Uh, that. Uh, oh my god. All right, now number uh, four. This one's good. The gorilla. <laughs> From the Phoenix yeah, Suns. Oh, this yes. is like a yeah. more of a historic one. Yeah. There's so many cool videos. Like, you can watch them slam dunking through like fire and all this stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, Rich. Uh-huh. All right, let's just see what survived the cancel culture so far far tell you what all right oh i don't know yeah well number three classic san diego chicken oh yeah of course i mean san diego padres we got some footage here i'm surprised surprised. It's tough to find some San Diego fo- chicken footage. It's so old, man. It's like real to real shit. <laughs> but uh, what was the TV show they used to have? And uh, was it Baseball uh, Bunch? No, it was like uh, this week in baseball. Yeah, yes. yeah. But Twib, Twib, but there was the baseball Twib, bunch Twib, with Johnny Bench, Twib and he's had the chicken on the baseball bunch this all the time. Week in baseball. Yep. Great no, afternoon. No, you guys might remember this since we're going to talk about old stuff. You remember that TV show they used to have called Home Run Derby? Yes. Oh, and it was at Wrigley best. Field. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. You know that guy was gay? 
the host. Who cares? Yeah. You know how he killed himself? I'll tell you later. Okay, thanks. But, All right, next one up. Number two. He did. He killed himself. Number two. So, okay. Nope. Well, we're back here Believe at Bentley Stadium. This man. is one of the greatest In between ever. innings, Tommy. Tommy was sort of angry and mocked. Billy Fanatic has a stuffed mannequin of a Dodger and Tommy trying to get that fanatic close. You see the physique of the, <laughs> of the mannequin. Tommy's a little bit hot, I think. Is he's going to move that over now? Look at him go. Look at Tommy. Breakaway speed right there. <laughs> he says, you don't oh. make fun of me or my ball club. <laughs> or his gigantic ass uh, belly. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, boy. Now, was that, was that stuff staged back in the day, you think? You still think so? You gotta try and do something when you're 24 <laughs> games out of first place. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> that one's That's the quickest Tommy's like, moved all year. We gotta mark that. Yeah. The quickest Tommy Lasorda moved in 1988 was after the Philly Fanatic. On October, or I should say August 28th, against Philadelphia. Oh, man, that's a good one. I tell you what, now this next one just. Oh. You can't go wrong here. Morgana the Kissing oh, Bandit. Oh, my God, yes. I mean, that was a costume there. That. Hear it? Cal Ripken Jr. there. Cal slept on the couch that yeah. night. Larry Brown. Yeah. Got some shit. Oh, Stevie Lyons. Yeah. Olin. Kareem, look at Kareem pulling that in. Oh, yeah. Though originally there was a last name, and by marriage there is one now as well. What Morgana will do, the kissing Well, she probably got something from him, too, that she didn't want. Jiggling her way onto our fields and ports and ice to kiss our heroes. Pete Rose was first in 1970. Seventh inning score was nothing to nothing. My girlfriends bet me $5 that I would not run out and put a kiss on the cheek of Pete Rose. But I ran out and put a kiss on the cheek. The Reds won three to nothing. Cheap ass. Thereafter, she became a lot of money if you're talking always agree with that wow. part of sports lore even today crisscrossing the country oh, appearing there's a chicken and card shows working charity benefits a sideshow the likes of the famous chicken and max patkin trying to pull that off this used her assets to enormous advantage just another wide-eyed freak of nature bleached blonde you choose oh. to look beyond that, and that's just fine with her. Oh, what off? She knows she's a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And want to bet the world's been paying ever since. You, you motor boating son of a... Oh, man. Yeah. Like, oh, that was awesome. I like boobs. <laughs> no, George, tell us how you really feel. I like them. You really feel that way. Big don't fan. You? Big, big fan. I figured you did. So. Yeah. There's my 10 year old calls them pillows. <laughs> so do I. He's learning. Couch bat. It's time. It's time. Market minute time. All right. Last week, we focused on generational talents, right? With yes. uh, Trout and Luca. Um, I've got one other generational talent on this list today of two players. Um, but 
today's list. Uh, we're, we're sticking with basketball uh, as we have some big, big events uh, on tap with the NBA playoffs about to start and um, uh, NBA Hall of Fame induction yes. right around the corner. So we're going to start with a player that I think is poised to do some very big things in the playoffs, and that's Trey Young. Okay. Uh, Trey Young also has a new shoe uh, that is, is going to drop very soon, but uh, his card prices are down 65% since January. Wow. Unbelievable. Falling off a cliff. He was hurt, though, for a while, wasn't he? He was. Okay. He was. And uh, he kind of went through a slump, um, you know, shooting-wise, and, and was catching flack from his teammates for, uh, you know, not being a distributor of the basketball. <laughs> I know how that goes. Uh, I've been yeah. through that my whole playing career. Yeah. Yeah, but you average 40 points. I did. You don't do that by passing the ball. You don't. You can't. Got to get your right. shots. How do we win, coach? Me yeah. scoring. Thank you. Enough but, said. Um, as of right now, the Hawks are the number five seed in the East. Um, and a player like Trey Young, I think, could be very disruptive. Um, in the any Anybody that can shoot the basketball like that, yes. you got to watch out. So his Steph Curry effect. Yep. Uh, his 2018 Prism Base uh, PSA 10 was uh, sold for $802 on January 2nd. Okay. Uh, that exact same card just sold for $364 on May the 8th. So uh, any Trey Young's, uh, Trey Young Prism PSA 10 you can find for under $400, I would be buying them up. I'd be buying them up and then and possibly take a look at Silver's, uh, you know, in a PSA 9. Um, but I think... Trey Young is poised to have a nice playoff run. His 2018 Optic uh, PSA 10, that uh, card was selling for or sold for $286 on February 15th. Uh, that same card just sold for $157 on May the 8th. So you can see uh, prices on two of his, you know, more popular right. rookie cards with his Prism and Optic uh, doing a deep dive. So uh, Trey Young, keep an eye out for him. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm expecting big things from him in the playoffs. So, uh, an opportunity to flip, uh, pretty quick. So get in now before the playoffs start and, uh, if Trey Young gets hot, uh, you make yourself a little bit of money. Love it. Uh, next one. And we'll go back to kind of our, our legends, uh, theme from last week, uh, Kobe Bryant. Mm -hmm. Uh, so as you know, Kobe will be, uh, you know, we'll be going into the hall of fame here, uh, this summer, along with Tim Duncan and Paul Pierce. Uh, but Kobe Bryant's well, cards. And Duncan will. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I am uh, just on a terrible roll today. <laughs> is the uh, FCC, are we under FCC uh, regulations here? But Kobe Bryant's cards are down 43.7% in the last 90 days. Mm -hmm. And Kobe is one of the more popular um, cards in terms of overall transactions on eBay. So if you look at transactions over the last 90 days, uh, Zion is number one on the list with 21,000 cards Still. transacted. Yep. Wow. LeBron number two at 18,000 and right behind them in three is, uh, is Kobe Bryant at 15,000. So very still remains very popular amongst yeah. uh, collectors, but you know, his, his, one of his most well-known rookies is the 96 uh, top space yep. card. Uh, so uh, if you buy that card ungraded, uh, which is we call raw in the, uh, in the industry here um that card is down 35.7 percent really? uh, so that card at its high point sold for 700 dollars on february 17th um 
just sold recently for $433. And that's raw. Yep. Okay. So you can buy that card and, and send it in to get graded and, and hope you get a nine or, you know, gosh, even a 10. Um, but, you know, so that card's dropped. If, if you do that same card, the 96 tops PSA nine, uh, which I think you and I both had yes. one of those cards. Yeah, a few of them. Yep. That one is also down big in, uh, yeah. over 36%. So that card sold for $1,720 on really? February 12th. Uh, one sold today for $938 for a nine. I mean, that's still good. Yep. That's really good. Uh, the average on that is right around 1200. So, um, you know, still in that range, that nine to 1200 range, I think is still a really good buy. Right. Yeah, you're going to see as that hall of fame ceremony gets closer. Now, I want to ask something with that too, because Michael Jordan will be inducting uh, right. Kobe. And do we, I mean, as much as we, Jordan is up there in price. Will we see a Jordan spike with that too? Kind yeah, of go Jordan, hand in hand with that. Jordan's another one I was going to mention today. Uh, oh, his okay. cards have dropped uh, quite a bit. Not not all of them, right? Uh, but certain ones, you know, like you know, eighty eight, eighty nine, you know, cards um, of Jordan are down. So I think now is a really good time to take a look at Jordan and Kobe. Um, okay, because I think I think both of those guys will will rise. Uh, you know, when that ceremony when that ceremony happens but a lot of good buying opportunities out there you know that uh, you remember early in the year like january february everybody was buying up myself included and these are two not purchases i regret but i, I bought some olajuwon rookies and kind of bought them at the at the peak which you absolutely do not do but i cut i thought there was still <laughs> more still more runway on those cards and they've come down uh, since so i'll be holding those for for a while um but that's all right now did the Kemby ever take off with the geico ads <laughs> yeah, oh, right. no. my kid's favorite commercial <laughs> yeah i love that i love the Kemby. <laughs> no no <laughs> the Kemby. oh good stuff but that's the market minute for the week uh hope you guys can make yourselves some money here on trey young and kobe yep opportunities to uh to to flip uh, cards pretty quick with those two guys i tell you what pat i've wrote down a few names in the past month only with yours and banging guys pay attention noonan's got it coach pat market minute yeah whoa what up with that coach pat what up with that what up with that what you got for your what up with that this week? Oh, my what up with that. Or you that. want mine what up with that? What you do you want? You know what, ladies first. Why don't you go ahead? <laughs> Undefeated. Never I'm a lost. Never lost. Boom. Never lost. All right. This was an easy what up with that for me. Because I've been fuming about this for a week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. One of my favorite people in life, LeBron James. <laughs> what up with you, that? You love LeBron. Oh, I love myself some LeBron. All right. Here's this guy bitching and complaining about the playoffs. <laughs> The way it works, uh, I don't like it. It's not, it doesn't, but then he's off four games with an ankle. Okay. He's not playing last night. He, if the dude bitching that much about it, but then he's going to miraculously come back tomorrow night and play. Is he coming back tomorrow night? That's what he said. I need him back. I need, I need, him, I need uh, him to go on a playoff uh, run because I need my LeBron. Isaiah broke his damn ankle. Bad boys forever. Bad, Bad boys, for, boys life. for life. That's why I tell you kids. They, LeBron would be nothing back in the day. <laughs> nothing. Can't stand him. Not a team player. Total. Beep. 
So you're telling me you're not going to go see Space Jam 2? Oh, kiss my ass with Space Jam 2. How about that? I tell you, LeBron, you're not a gamer. You're nothing, man. You are a complete nobody in life. LeBron, what up with that? What up with that? Tell you, man. Not happy. All right. Got that off my uh, so chest. Mine, I, as you know, I am a uh, I am an avid uh, horse racing fan, a frequent uh, uh, attendee yes. at the Kentucky Derby, and uh, yet another disgrace to the sport of horse <laughs> racing over the weekend. The sport of kings, as they call it. Uh, the Kentucky Derby winner, Dina Spirit, uh, tested positive for a banned substance. And it can all be traced back to uh, to the shadiest trainer in the game, Bob Baffert. But how could Medina Spirit do this? He has no thumbs. How could he inject himself? Uh, exactly. Well, okay. and according to Bob, it's certainly it's a, it's a total misunderstanding. And this is coming from a guy who has had 29 horses in his career fail a drug test. But the best part of this is his explanation as to how the horse failed the drug test. So the handler for Medina Spirit was in the barn of the horse, and this handler had been consuming uh, a lot of DayQuil, maybe not feeling too well, possible COVID symptoms. And this gentleman decides to take a piss in the hay where the barn is, because I guess, hey, it's, you know, you're handling a horse. It's, you're out in nature. You just pee wherever the hell you want. I agree. I've done it. And apparently the horse ate some of the hay, and that is how the positive test came to be. At no point. Totally rambling In a total misunderstanding. Unless close to anything it's a train by Bob Baffert. Bob Baffert, you are a snake. Everyone what up with that? Is now dumber. What up with that, Bob? I award you no point. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> What up with that? What up with that? He said, she said, woo. All right. Wow. Oh, we had a fired up. Also, also cost me some money because I, I had money on the second place horse. And those tickets aren't going to be able to be cashed in as winners. And so these people that bet on Medina Spirit still get to keep their money. I just, unbelievable. What up with that? There's a lot of anger here tonight. Very, a lot of very anger. Therapeutic. Very therapeutic. A lot of anger. Well, I'll tell you what, though. It is quiz time. And once again, thank you so much, John. You are you, you settled down now? Can we kind of get through this? Yeah, and, yeah I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Because John's a good guy. He doesn't deserve your John, anger right now. John does not need this. No, uh, he, he's he, a friend of the show. Great uh, friend of the show. Always donating some of the most unique items and this one tonight is probably one of our maybe the most unique item that we it have, is uh, unique let me tell you yes we didn't get this with the bird flu did we no any inscribed bucks absolutely no <laughs> but uh darren mccarty inscribed puck that says uh fuck covid19 tough times don't last tough people do Darren McCarty, 25. Yep. Love D-Mac. it. I tell you what, D Mac, that is a pretty sweet, nice quality puck here. Lots of silver sharpies. So don't get your grubby hands on the uh, puck there, 12th man. All right. We want it on the outside. Yeah, and he's going to show you what this looks like. And uh, of course, being the uh, podcast we are on sports cards, 
Uh, beautiful. That is cool. John U. Pro Sport Zone, Laurel Park Coming Mall, again. Livonia. Uh, he's he's got some big signings coming up, and actually also has JSA. That's this weekend, is it? Uh, next weekend, I believe. Is it this weekend or next weekend? I think it's this week. Okay, check. we'll double check John, it out. John has JSA uh, coming in again to authenticate um, autographed items. So if you have some autographs that you'd like to get authenticated, go stop by and see John. Or you could just drop them off at the store at any time. He'll set them aside uh, for the day of uh, that but JSA comes in. Definitely and- cool. You know what I mean? It's that, got that modern-day history feel to it. So it'll be one of those items you keep for a while and, you know, always have that history, like, Kids going to go, Grandpa, why does it say fuck COVID-19? <laughs> yeah, I, agree. I mean, so Grandpa, now you can explain to your kids why. Grandpa, he spelled puck wrong. Yeah, he spelled puck yeah, wrong. And so that, I forgot to, it's, yeah, he put an F. And hip hip keeps saying fuck. What's going on? I have no idea what's going on here anymore. But I'll tell you what, our trivia question for this week. Once again, first one to come through with the answer, just not on the feed you're watching it through, the page you're watching it through. But uh, old producer Rich sees it first. And, uh, Tops Hockey. Um, what year did they first come out with cards? What was Tops Hockey's inaugural year of hockey collecting cards? So go ahead and start kicking those answers in. Let's check it out. See Jeez, who tough, gets in first. Tough question. Hip, hip, I man. tell at you, least, man. At least give the people a chance. My goodness. I don't know if anybody was alive then, but. They're fucking, they're hitting Google right now. Oh, you yeah. know they're Googling it. Yep, they're on the Google machine. Yeah, this is all Google right now. Yep. By, by the way, we got a lot of people that are chiming in under Facebook user. Don't know who it is. Yeah, that's oh, we got trolls. That's the problem. Well, we're getting no, it's good. We're getting bots? big now. We're are getting those, big. Are those bots? Like that girl that I guess I'm lost Facebook. on how to interact you. If I don't know who it is, oh, yeah. If we don't know who you are, we can't interact with you. That's All right, very yeah, tough. It, it, somebody's got to put a name on there. It says Facebook user. I I can't identify who it was. They've been commenting all night long and. I haven't been able to put it on Facebook. Are you telling them to put some respect on their name? Yeah, are they hiding? What do you got? What are you hiding from, Facebook user? Facebook user. Whoever's coming up as Facebook user. Yeah, Evan's trying. Evan came in. He's like, log into your account. I was on a show and I'm going to try to win this puck now. Yeah, there's probably people on a feed. Yeah, I'm sorry, Facebook user. We can't go with your answer because uh, we don't know who you are. They're either on the off center page or they're on the Four Horsemen page. That they're hiding their identity. That's a little. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Yeah. Well, who doesn't really? <laughs> yeah. They, they keep putting up the answer and I can't. Yeah. Sorry, Facebook user. Who's TS? TS. Now you're going Facebook like, user, please identify yourself. <laughs> yeah, whoever the Facebook it's user is, like, identify yourself. The real Facebook like user, RS. please stand up. Who's RS? RS Coleman? Like, this is like Scooby-Doo. How is he coming through like that, though? If it's RS Coleman, that we got that. That's I, right. We got to pull the Well, no, I got to. Got, he's got to. We need a name. Nice one, Swingle. I like that one. It was Swingle. funny. The uh, driver's license and two pieces, two additional pieces of identity. Right, exactly. Uh, utility bill. Whoever just typed in RS. And if you got your vaccination, put too, your entire name in all that Facebook user. vaccination card. Oh, Kevin Hebda. Kevin Hebda. Okay, we know him. All right. So you got you got it. We got. Hey, it. so put your name next to it and put your answer next to it. Your name and and your answer. We got it. That's, he gave the answer. So great. No. No. no, no, no. Oh, we're gonna make him. We're gonna make him work this. All right. Yeah. Producer, I can't argue with producer Rich. That's yeah, out of my sets the rules. So if you're gonna out of my price, there. like so I know I can see Swingle stuff. I can see Jerry uh, Sandvig one. 
anything that says face, anybody else besides those two guys I mentioned, please put on there. Now it's RS Coleman. We so, got, are there several Facebook users? Have the fifth. Okay. Right, you got there it. Go. Boom. You got it right there. Winner. Have the 54. Have the, the 54 55. We're going to have to have an investigation on how this is happening. RS Coleman um, said 54. But, but I don't, don't know what Facebook don't know user which one was. was so. We don't know which one it was. So that's a good point, Rich. Putting in the name. Well, you're smart. Yeah, well, he was the first one. Oh, man. He was first with name and year. Had to win. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, and I'm looking through. If I look through the, the comment feeds for the entire show, right. you got some guy Colt Thompson was pretty yeah. active yeah. on there. Swingle was talking about Stretch and Gretchen. Jason right. Bland was in there, <laughs> but That's then it weird. went to Facebook users. So I mean, I don't know exactly. Oh no! I don't know exactly oh, where that happened. Was. I don't know exactly where that was at. We're good. The battery probably died. Oh, okay. So. Um, so, uh, Kevin Hebda, congratulations. We're going to get this out to you. The uh, Darren McCarty inscribed fuck COVID-19 buck. Swingle wants to give you 40 bucks for the dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go buy, go to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy it yourself. Uh, nah, good it's job. much easier when somebody can just deliver it right to him. Good job. Hey, Kevin Hebda, congratulations. Hey, no, so, I'll tell you what, it's been a great show this week. Um, hopefully, we'll get one together next week. We'll kind of see how the schedule works. I really, I tell you what, we got... Two guys here, and with producer Rich and yourself, you got boys playing baseball, working schedules around just to try to get this couple hours in. And I can't thank you guys oh, enough it's, it's because fun, I'm sending stuff to Rich, and you know, appreciate your guys' patience with all this too. We couldn't do it without you guys. And um, looking forward to another week. If not, we'll get the next week done. But um, busy time for you guys, especially the end of school with the kids coming up. So, and if you um, didn't, uh, if you didn't watch it yet. Watch the the Easy Speak Speakeasy uh, oh. podcast from Saturday night uh, when they had their, their friend on from Australia. Shrimp on the Bobby. Classic story for a steakhouse visit in Las Vegas. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, but give those guys a watch. Classic, classic interview with an Aussie. And check them out. Many other great podcasts on iLogic Media. Uh, can't go wrong there for sure for all your podcasts viewing and listening and uh that's about it for this week so appreciate you guys you know, thanks. thanks again to evan jenkins and uh john you and watching the oc sports card podcast you can check out our previous podcasts along with other great podcasts at the iLogic media network please subscribe like and share the oc once again from the mean streets of south lion we thank you